Welcome back to Radio Math. I hope you're feeling good and ready to learn more about numbers. Today we'll be reading and writing numbers in different forms. Today we'll do five activities. Our first activity will be a mindful moment to get our brain settled and ready to learn. Our second activity will be a number warm-up to practice our counting skills. Our third activity will be a number workout to work on breaking apart numbers. Our fourth activity will be a brain break to rest and reset ourselves. Our fifth activity will be a challenge problem to apply what we've learned. For today's class, you need paper, a pencil, your undergrad bundles, 10 sticks, and one's counters. If you don't have all these things, that's okay. You can still participate in our lesson today by drawing squares for hundreds, little sticks for tens, and dots for ones. Please gather the materials you need. You will also need to ask someone in your house to be a special partner today. Please ask them to get ready now. Before we get started, a quick health and safety message. The team here at Rising Academy Network is doing what we can to protect ourselves from the coronavirus. We hope you are also following all of the government's rules so you can remain safe too. Last time, we spoke about wearing something over your nose and mouth for protection. Do you remember why we need to do this? Yes, they want us to cover our nose and mouth when we go out so we can protect ourselves from the coronavirus entering into our bodies. They also want to make sure that those who have the virus but do not know are not spreading the virus to healthy people. Very good. This is exactly right. We are supposed to cover our nose and mouth where we go into public because we need to protect ourselves from the coronavirus jam. This jam can enter into our system through our noses and our mouths. So when we cover them, we are blocking the jams from entering our bodies. If possible, avoid large gatherings of people altogether. Do you know why we need to do this? We need to avoid large gatherings in order because sometimes people can have the coronavirus and not know it. If this is the case, they can give the jam to people without knowing. This is why the government has told us not to be in crowds. Very good. You really know how to protect yourself against the coronavirus. I hope you can tell your entire family how they can stay safe during this time. You can help fight the sickness by doing all these important things. A little while ago, we were talking about safe touch and unsafe touch. Do you remember what a safe touch is and an unsafe touch is? Yes. A safe touch is one that is friendly and will not hurt me. After the coronavirus is finished, we'll be able to give our friends and family safe touches again. This can be a high five, a fist bump, a handshake, or a pat on the touches again. This can be a high five, a fist bump, a handshake, or a pat on the back. An unsafe touch is one that might hurt me. Very good. You have remembered well. An unsafe touch 
is one that can hurt you or one that happens in a no-touch zone. We have not yet talked about no-touch zones. So that is what I want to tell you about today. No-touch zones are the places on your body that no one should touch unless you are having a problem with your health and you need to see a doctor and there is another adult you trust around. No-touch zones are places that you cover with your underwear. Your bottom, your private parts, and your chest are considered your no-touch zone. If someone tries to touch you in a no-touch zone area, this is when you can talk to someone from your safety network. That would be an unsafe touch. Do you understand? Yes, I understand. My no-touch zones are the places on my body that no one should touch unless I am having a health problem and I go to the doctor and there is another adult around. My no-touch zones are the places that normally my underwear covers, short as my bottom, my private part, and my chest. If someone tries to touch me in my no-touch zones, I should talk to someone from my safety network because that is an unsafe touch. Very good. I know this is a difficult topic, but it is important that you are protected from harm and that you know what to do in case something like this happens. I am so proud of you for learning this difficult topic today. It's a calming, mindful moment to get our brains ready to learn. When we are mindful, we are aware of our bodies, our feelings, and our thoughts in the present moment. Today, I will do a breathing exercise. Are you ready? First, I want you to sit up straight and close your eyes. We are going to take 10 deep breaths together. You could put your hands on your belly so you can feel your breath going in and out. You could put your hand on your heart to feel it beating. Breathing through your nose and out through your mouth. I'll count for us while we breathe. Keep your eyes closed. Let's start. One. Two. than before let's get warm up next we'll warm up our bodies and brains with an activity called count and move did you know that moving your body can help improve your memory we're going to do a number of movements and as we do we'll practice keep counting let's start with skip counting our sevens 
all the way to 70. I'll go first. 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, 56, 63, 70. Okay, your turn. As you count, run in place. Ready, go. 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, 56, 63, 70. Great job. Let's do sevens again. This time, do a squash each time it counts. Ready? Go. 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, 56, 63, 70. Excellent. Sevens, one more time. This time, hop in a place. I'll do the first few and you finish it off. Ready? Go. 7, 14, 21, 28, 35. Finish it off. 42, 49, 56, 63, 70. Great job. Wow. You did such an awesome job counting sevens. Let's try eights now. Counting from eight all the way to 80. I'll go first. 8, 16, 24, 32, 40, 48, 56, 64, 72, 80. Okay, your turn. Our next exercise is elbow to knee. As you count, touch your elbow to your opposite knee each time. For example, start by standing on your right foot and bringing your left knee up to meet your right elbow. Switch side when you count the next number. Ready, go. 8, 16, 24, 32, 40, 48, 56, 64, 72, 80. Nice work. Now we are going to do our eights again with popcorn pops. For each count, Start with your arms on your bent knees, then jump up and stretch out your arms and legs in the air. Get ready, go. 8, 16, 24, 32, 40, 48, 56, 64, 72, 80. Okay, let's do it one last time. Our final exercise will be a plank. Get into a push-up position with your belly off the floor and your hips line up with your back. Hold there. I'll say the first few numbers and you'll finish by yourself. Ready? Go! 8, 16, 24, 32, 40. 48, 56, 64, 72, 80. Great job! Wow, you're so strong. With your body and your mind, if you work it out and practice, it will only get stronger. Let's move on to our number workout. Okay, students, now that our brains are warm up, let's review what we've learned previously about how to build numbers using hundreds, tens, and ones. You should have your hundreds bundles, 
10 steaks and one counter ready. If you don't have those materials, don't worry. You can just draw squares for hundreds, small sticks for tens, and dots for ones. Represent the number 176 using hundreds, tens, and ones. Again, represent the number 176 using hundreds, tens, and ones. You may use your object or you may draw pictures to help you. Discuss your answer with your partner. You have 30 seconds. Student, how did you represent 176? I used 107 tens and 6 ones to represent 176. That's like writing the equation 100 plus 70 plus 6 equals 176. This makes sense because there is a 1 in the hundreds place, a 7 in the tens, and a 6 in the ones place. Listeners, did you make 176 using 100? seven tenths and six ones write down the equation 100 plus 70 plus six is equals 176 okay let's share how you solve i counted out by tens 10 20 30 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 110, 120, 130, 140, 150, 160, 117. Then I gathered six more ones to make 176. I made 176 using 17 tens and six ones. Since we couldn't use hundreds, I know that 100 equals 10 tens. Seven more tens in the tens place makes 17 tens. Plus the six ones in the ones place gives me 17 and six ones. The equation for this is 170 plus six is 176. Listeners, were you able to make 176 with 17 tens and six ones. Write down the equation. 170 plus six equals 176. 170 plus six equals 176. Excellent work. Okay, student. You've represented the number 176 with 100, 7 tens, and 6 ones. You've also represented it with 17 tens and 6 ones. Can you represent 176 using only ones? Listeners, discuss with your partner how you will represent the number 176 using only ones. We could make the number 176 using 176 ones. 
I agree. Listeners, do you agree? Can you make 176 using 176 ones? Nice work. Students, based on what we did today with 176, what did we learn about how we can represent numbers? Listeners, discuss with your partner. You have 20 seconds. We showed that we can represent numbers in many different ways. I agree. There is more than one way to build numbers. Great idea, students. Okay, students, let's take a break by getting our wingles out with an activity called creative dance. I'm going to call out an animal, a color, and an emotion. And I want you to make up a creative dance based on what you hear. When the music starts, start dancing. When the music ends, freeze and make a statue. When we make a statue, we freeze in place. Ready? Dance like a green happy snake. When you hear the music, start dancing. Move your body like a green happy snake. next statue. Now, I want you to move like a sleepy snail. You can move again once the music starts. And freeze. Make a snail statue. Okay, last one. Move like an excited grasshopper. How will this animal move? Let me see. And freeze. Show me a grasshopper's statue. Wow, so great. Okay. Wasn't it nice to move your body for a bit? Now let's apply what we've learned today. Wow, that was so fun. Moving my body always helped me focus my brain. Now we are going to try a fun challenge problem to close out our lesson. You may want to have your counters nearby. If you don't have counters, you can use pencils and paper. As you listen, Write down any number or other important information that you hear. Kari the crocodile has laid some eggs. She has laid between 10 and 20 eggs. She counts the eggs by putting them into groups of four. She finds that she has three leftovers. She then counts them by putting them into groups of three and finds that 
she has one left over. How many eggs does she have? I'll go over it again. Carrie, the crocodile, has laid some eggs. She has laid between 10 and 20 eggs. She counts the eggs by putting them into groups of four. She finds that she has three leftovers. Then she counts them by putting them into groups of three and finds that she has one left over. How many eggs does she have? Okay, let's make sure we understand the problem. We know that Carrie has more than 10 but less than 20 eggs. We also know that she has three eggs left over when she makes group of four. And she has one left over when she makes groups of three. Hmm. What can we do to solve this problem? Discuss with your partner. Okay. Since I know that there are three left over when we make groups of four, I'm going to set out three counters, then make more groups of four. I'm looking for numbers that are greater than 10, but less than 20. Sounds good. If we start with three and make one group of four, we get seven. That's too small. What if we do three and two groups of four? Listeners, write down 11 in a corner of your paper. What if we do three groups of four plus three left over? Will that work? Listeners, figure out if this could be an option. Yes, three groups of four is 12. Plus three is 15. That could work. What about four groups of four plus three leftovers? Try that out. Four groups of four is 16, plus three is 19. That could work as well. So we have 11, 15, and 19 as possible answers as groups of four with three leftovers. Now what? Now we need to see if any of those numbers have one leftover if we split them into groups of three. Okay, listeners, we need your help. Set out 11 counters. Now split them into groups of three and see how many counters are left over. Did you make three groups of three? How many counters we are left over? Ah, two we are left over. So 11 doesn't work. Let's try 15. Listeners, set out 15 counters. Now, split them into groups of three 
to see if one is left over. Oh, no. When we split 15 into groups of three, we make five groups with zero left over. That leaves one more number to try, 19. Listeners, set out 19 counters. We did it. Carrie has 19 eggs. When we break 19 into groups of four, we get four groups with three left over. When we split 19 eggs into groups of three, we get six groups with one left over. Nice problem solving, students. Well, that's it for our lesson. Great work reviewing skills by learning in earlier lessons. Before we go, here is a problem to think about for the next session. I have a mystery number. There are four clues that will help you solve this. Are you ready? Make sure you write down the clues to help you remember. Here is the first clue. The number is odd. Here is the first clue. The number is odd. Here is your second clue. The number has three digits. Here is your second clue. The number has three digits. Here is your third clue. The number is made up of 24 tens. Here is your third clue. The number is made up of 24 tens. Here is your last clue. The sum of all the digits is equals to 9. Here is your last clue. The sum of all the digits is equals to 9. See you next time. Bye-bye.